the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Football is in trouble. The Big Ten hasn't made it official yet, but uh, there are reports out there that uh, fall sports are going to be canceled. Big Ten's uh, commissioner is denying that a vote has been taken, but it appears that it's going to happen. Believe it or not, the Big Ten has 12 members, so uh, uh, the rumor was that the vote was 10 to 2 to cancel. But uh, not confirmed. Anyway, that's, got new- that's not good news for Penn State. Meanwhile, the ACC says it is going forward with their schedule. That's good news for Pitt. The SEC also plans to play. But we all should believe there's going to be football when we see it. Uh, President Trump tweeted a, a one-sentence tweet, went something like this, play college football. He wants to see the country move toward getting back to normal. You know, wild idea. But here in Western PA... Uh, we're still waiting to find out if there's going to be high school football around here. His Excellency, Governor Wolf, and Aunt Rachel made the recommendation last week that there should be no sports until at least January 1st. Of course, that wipes out all the fall sports plus basketball cause, and wrestling probably too because you can't practice uh, and you're not going to – basketball starts way before January 1st. I think wrestling does too. And uh, Rachel has since come out and said that there were no data that specifically led to the decision, but it had a lot to do with what other states have done. How's that grab you? The PIAA and the WPIAL have both said they're disappointed in the recommendation. They're going to wait two weeks before coming to a decision. Meanwhile, all over the state, thousands of kids are getting up in the morning, working out in this heat, uh, getting ready for what they think is going to be a football season. They can't quit working out. So His Excellency and Aunt Rachel need to have the guts to make a decision here. Make it now. I mean, what's going to change in the next two weeks? More data? Making it as a recommendation last week was just a gutless move. It was a way to avoid the blame. These two make the recommendation, and the PIAA and the WPIAL take the heat for pulling the plug, or they take the heat for not listening to the recommendation. They can't lose. High school and college football players and high school and college kids in general are in no danger from COVID-19. Zero danger. So there's no need to keep them, quote, unquote, safe. They're not, there's nothing to be safe from. They might get sick. They're not going to die. And the country needs to get back to normal. It's August 10th. Uh, three weeks, it's September. Kids should be in school. There should be football games being played. Figure it out. Meanwhile... Coming up in our second half hour, we're going to be talking to uh, an expert on the use of force by police. We'll talk about the body cam video of the George Floyd incident and how that might change the narrative, because it sure looks different from what we've heard. Uh, And coming up right after this break, I'm going to be talking to Mercedes Schlapp. You've probably seen her a lot on TV. She's a senior advisor for the Trump campaign. She just started the Women for Trump bus tour. She's in Pennsylvania. Stick around. John Sagerwald here to tell you about an opportunity for you to grow your business in 2020 and make a difference this year. I'm talking about our Food for the Poor Business Benefactor Program. We've partnered with Food for the Poor to provide food and clean water to several thousand children this year in countries like Guatemala, where it's desperately needed. Become a Food for the Poor Business Benefactor today by making a $1,200 tax-deductible donation to Food for the Poor. And AM 1250 will give you $2,400 worth of prime advertising at no additional cost to air here Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on our local Salem affiliates. Get on board with a great cause and this great radio station. Through the generosity of your business, you'll be helping kids who are desperate. To take advantage of this deal, just call Mike Howard at 412 503 4761. That's 412 
512-403-4761. One more time, 412-503-4761. This is AM 1250, The Answer. Uncle Tom is a movie that leftist Democrats don't want you to see, which, of course, is one big reason why you should want to see it. Uh, Uncle Tom stars Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Herman Cain, and Brandon Tatum. Now, they all share three things in common. They're courageous, they had a life-changing experience, and they are black conservative Americans. Something else they have in common? Their voices are the ones the leftists don't want you to hear at a time when so many desperately need to hear it. It's their stories of how their lives were changed when they finally figured out the truth. It's the story of black conservatives in their own voice. You can see Uncle Tom now on pay-per-view. Just go to UncleTom.com and download it. The stories that these courageous people have to tell will shock you. Their journey will amaze you. It's a story of redemption and hope. It's the story of America's black conservatives, and it's the truth. See Uncle Tom now. Just go to UncleTom.com. You've heard all the lies about President Trump. Trump is a racist. Trump is Putin's pet. Here's the truth. Trump is the most effective conservative president that America has had in decades. And every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. It does what no other book does. It knocks down the 21 biggest lies about our president with facts and logic and humor. Trump obstructed justice. Trump hates immigrants. These are big lies. And the reason for the lies is simple. President Trump is the first president in a long time to stand up for the Constitution and for conservative principles. And when the left wants to tear down everything this country stands for, my new book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, explains why this president's courage and common sense are exactly what we need today. This is the most important book of the year. Read it and you'll agree. The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it wherever books are sold. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much... I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. Get a my pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now it comes with a 10-year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. And it's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800-716-8087. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. The election is three months away. Things are starting to heat up a little bit. You should expect to see a lot of the Trump campaign in Pennsylvania over the next several weeks. The Women for Trump bus tour started in Pennsylvania today. Mercedes Schlapp is a senior advisor for the Trump campaign. She's on the bus. She joins us now. Mercedes, thanks for being here. John, thank you for having me on the show. So here's the thing. I was going to ask you a bunch of stuff about what you're doing, but before I get to that, I just was I was looking, uh, just browsing the Internet, waiting for the uh, for, to put the call through and everything, and I saw a tweet from your boss, Mr. Trump, and it just says, play college football with a big exclamation point. Can he make that happen? Well, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's part of the executive power, but let me tell you, I think that most Americans will agree that we got to get college football going. Are you kidding me? What are they trying to do? Like, they're just going to take away our entertainment as well. We can't go to the movie theaters, but the least we could do is watch a good college game. Yeah, and we are. Who's your team? Uh, uh, well, our local team is Pitt and Penn State, but um, I was going to say, yes, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, well, we have we have an issue going here with high school football, where the governor, who's been acting like a king, uh, decreed the other day. Well, he didn't decree; he recommended that there be no high school foot, no fall sports until uh, no sports until January first, at least. And so, there's a battle going on over that here in uh, Pennsylvania. So that that'll be a. It's an issue here that uh, when you do your travels around Pennsylvania, you'll find that a lot of people are uh, tired of the governor's um, 
uh, acting like a king with no no input from the legislators, and uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. But um, yeah, we'll see how I, that works. I think I think we see this with the, so many of these Democrats. I mean, California being a perfect example where you know they closed down these churches as well. And I think that it's such an overreach and it's such an overreaction to mm-hmm. COVID. There's a way to do these things safely. I mean, I, I can tell you my daughter plays lacrosse. Uh, she's been going to tournaments, you know, where social, the parents are social distancing, the kids are playing. And I got to tell you, I think I, I, I'm grateful for that because these kids need, need to be able to have their, uh, not only their connection with their teammates, but being able to do what they love as well. And it's, and I understand you, know, you want to balance out the safety measures, but there is a way to do this in a safe fashion. And what they're doing is that they're literally like destroying these kids, um, you know, years of, which is usually for the most part, are probably, you know, some of the most memorable years they have before they become adults and then have to deal like with the real chaos of life. Yeah, it's uh, they got they just got to get back to normal and 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 I mean we can't do everything, but there's some things that they they should be able to pull off. Well, you are um, we're talking to Mercedes Schlapp. She's a senior advisor for the Trump campaign. You are in the uh, on the t- tour with the Trump bus. Um, where are you now, and where are you headed, and why are you in a bus? <laughs> well, we've got the big pink bus, uh, so it's uh, it's something we've been we're, we we're. Starting here in Pennsylvania, we know that this is a road to victory through Pennsylvania. Uh, the president won in 2016, and we want to defend the state, make sure that we keep the state uh, on the president's corner. Uh, and then it's, this bus is going to be going continuously for 83 days. Our goal is to continue to reach the voters out there, talk to our grassroots, keep them motivated, realize that there is no time to sleep. We are going to have to work day in and day out, 24-7, to make sure this president gets reelected. We're going to run like we're the underdogs, and we understand that we can't take any vote for granted. But we also want to share this message of why Americans, including women, need to go out there and vote for President Trump. He's done great work for this country. He built the strongest economy um, in, in our history. And while we've suffered through a global pandemic, He's been able to respond in a fashion to ensure that these states have the resources they need and ensuring that we're able uh, to get to a point with Operation Warp Speed that we have a vaccine developed and the therapeutics needed to help deal with those inflicted or impacted with coronavirus. He's also making sure that he's providing immediate relief to families. Um, Just with the economic impact payments, we've seen 6.5 million Pennsylvanians receive relief. And when it came to the Paycheck Protection Program, which are these risk-free loans for small businesses that kept these small businesses afloat, that basically protected about 1.8 million jobs in Pennsylvania. So he is fighting with his administration to ensure that our states and local governments have the resources they need to fight coronavirus, obviously reopen our schools safely, and reopen our economy safely. And those are the goals, and that's the vision. Compare that to Joe Biden, who is still hiding in his basement and has made a conscientious decision to unite himself to the radical left fringe of his party, which is that of Bernie Sanders and the squad signing up for the unity agenda, uh, which we know would destroy not only the energy industry, but also uh, would negatively impact our economy. We saw the weakest economic recovery under uh, Biden-Obama administration. And the reality is, is we all know that he's a transition leader. This man uh, is everyone's so much more focused on the vice presidential pick because we know that at the end of the day, that's the person who's going to be running this country mm-hmm. if it would be a Joe Biden presidency. Now, um, you're, uh, you're on the uh, on the women for Trump uh, bus. So I'm just wondering, um, you know, as you as you go around the country and go around the state, um, how how is the how do you. Um, how do I ask this? How, how has the pandemic affected women voters differently from men, do you think? I mean, is there a different message for women on this issue? You know, I would say uh, it's funny because in my household, um, I would say Matt probably has handled coronavirus worse than I have. So mm-hmm. I think that I don't know if the messaging is different, <laughs> yeah. but I would say, look, I think we all are concerned for women in particular. But I'd say, you know. My husband feels the same way. We are very concerned about ensuring that we can get our children back to school. I've got five kids. 
They're really wanting to go back. They miss their friends. They didn't learn anything in the spring because everything was so shut down. Um, you know, we don't, it doesn't feel like we're living a normal way of life again. And quite frankly, for those single parents who, are, who have to pick between their child and their job, and because these schools are not opening up, it's, an, it's unfair. And we should let the parents have that choice to be able to take these kids back in school. And it's shocking to me that so many of these governments, to your point, like you mentioned at the beginning, are, are making these crazy decisions of just saying we're going virtual. We know that virtual is not learning, is not the best way for children to learn, especially elementary school children. It's very difficult for them to, to be able to really learn the materials in a virtual setting. And so I just find that for parents, they are stressed out. And of course, there's that factor of uncertainty. And so that's why at this point in time, we need to make sure that we have consistency in our leadership and that we continue to really push these governments to open up safely and let our kids get back to school as well as we open up the economy. But a bigger issue here, also, and a bigger issue here also is ensuring that there is law and order, like we've seen in cities like, like Chicago, cities like Portland, where mm-hmm. there, there's riots on the streets, where they're looting, where there's this confrontation with police. And that's the Democrats' approach of chaos and uncertainty in our cities. We are very concerned of ensuring that there's law and order and safety in our communities. Yeah, I was going to ask you next about law and order. He's made it clear that he's going to be playing up the law and order theme a lot. Uh, again, I, I'm going to keep asking you questions about women because you're on the, the, the Women for Trump bus. So uh, are women uh, any more likely to identify with that than men? And you do your research. Yeah, I mean, I think that this is an issue that definitely resonates with women. I think at the end of the day, we want to see community uh, policing. We want to have good relationships with our um, police department. They are the ones that when there's a 911 call, they're the ones that come to our house and protect our families. And the reality is is that when you look at cities like Minneapolis, where you had the city council disband the police, the fact that they support this idea of reimagining public safety and redirecting funds. When you're talking about redirecting funds, you are talking about defunding the police. You are sending resources somewhere else. And so I think that that is not what we need during this time. I think that for women, safety is a huge priority. Security in their communities and in their nation is a huge priority. And it's why the president has said from day one, and I remember he told us in a meeting that we were with him not long ago, that, look, I am the president of law and order. And it's why we have to ensure that we control this issue of illegal immigration. It's why we have to ensure that our police have the resources they need to do their jobs. And that is the the goal of the president. This is very much different than where Joe Biden is on this issue, where he has said we need to redirect funds and the police is the worst, you know, they're the worst enemies. And so we got to make sure that that is not, um, that that, that that doesn't happen, that we don't lead towards this thinking of the Democrats trying to weaken and demoralize our police. We're talking to Mercedes Schlapp. She's a senior advisor for the Trump campaign. She's on the Women for Trump tour on a bus, and she's in Pennsylvania right now. Uh, Mercedes, uh, school choice, you mentioned we talked to her about going back to school. Uh, I'm a big school choice guy, and it would seem to be a better issue now than ever before. Uh, what would President Trump do to make that happen? And I don't, I don't get the impression that he's talking about that enough. School choice. Well, well, you know, school. He's the president's been a champion of school choice for since the beginning of his term. We have received so much opposition from not only the Democrats who are basically controlled by the teachers' unions, but when you take the case of Joe Biden, who has made it a point to say that he would eliminate charter schools, that he would, uh, that he stands by teachers' unions. Not And it really, that implicates that he's not standing with the children and with the parents who should have a voice in, uh, in this, on this issue. And they're the ones that we should allow to be able to make the best choices for their family. Uh, and President Trump always says this. It's not where you, you know, where you are born shouldn't dictate the quality of your education. Uh, it really is about parents being able to choose the education. And we've seen the huge success that comes with supporting school choice. It's something that... For children uh, going out of a failing school, being able to go to a private school, a charter school, um, it really gives them a, a chance for to succeed, a better, much better chance to succeed. And so shouldn't we put our children first? And I think President Trump completely understands that. And, um, and we'll fight for it. 
Pardon me? I will fight for it. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, and that's why we need like a House, uh, you know, that's why we need to make sure we keep the Senate. It's why we need to win the House of Representatives. I, for Republicans, it's critical because the only way we can get school choice passed is if we have Republicans in basically winning both the Senate and the House of Representatives. Well, Joe Biden's going to have a woman for a running mate. Uh, will you have to be careful, not you personally, but the campaign and the president, uh, how you treat her? Because the Democrats will be quick to, to play the sexist card. I know they have some experience with this, having gone uh, against a woman four years ago. But, you know, you're out there campaigning, uh, and your label is that it's the women for Trump. How, how does that dynamic work, where, it's, where you're, you're you know, going against a woman who's running? Look, the president went uh, against the woman who was running for president in 2016, and that didn't stop him. So I am not concerned that we're going to be able to identify and and basically, you know, identify the issues that these vice presidential candidate has supported that I'm sure will be controversial one way or another. I mean, when you talk about the fact that Karen Bass has made it to, was interviewed by Joe Biden, I mean, Congresswoman Karen Bass, from California has basically said that she her she has been greatly influenced by the communists in Cuba. Uh, she joined a group called the Venceremo Brigada, which was part of weakening democracies across the globe. Uh, she praised Fidel Castro. I mean, these are the type of people that they really think will resonate with the American people. So we're ready to take them on. We're ready to make our case against not only Joe Biden, but whoever his vice presidential picket may be. Is your uh, tour coming to Western Pennsylvania soon? I think we're headed to all sorts. I mean, we are everywhere. We're in Harrisonburg. We're in York, uh, Lancaster. Uh, so we're going, I mean, we're doing, a, we're trying to get to cover as much ground as we can. But as you know, we will be um, in Pennsylvania so many times because we feel strongly this is an important state to win. We want to ensure that we get Democrats to come to our side and vote for President Trump once again and deliver a home run or a touchdown for the president since we started off with football earlier. <laughs> well, Western PA was Western PA um, is a big deal. Uh, they will they will vote. Uh, Pittsburgh and Allegheny County will vote for um, who they can put anybody up and these, that, that person is going to win. Uh, they could put Joseph Stalin on the ticket. He would win Pittsburgh and Allegheny County. But. Western, uh, the, the outlying counties are very much in play, and the issue here, uh, for, I'm out in Washington County right now doing the show from home, uh, and fracking is a big deal out here. And Joe Biden wants yeah. to, uh, is he still going to push for eliminating fracking and think he can get away with winning Pennsylvania? He's, he's remarkable, because at the end of the day, Joe Biden said he, uh, he was banning frack, fracking. Then I heard one of his spokespeople say, no, no, he didn't really kind of say that. So they're like dancing around the whole issue. The reality is, based on his clean energy initiative that he pushed forward that would cost trillions of dollars, we know for a fact that it would. his goal is to eliminate fossil fuels. So his goal is that we don't use fossil fuels in the future. So, and that's what his plan says. So his goal would definitely impact anything dealing with natural gas, dealing with oil production. And and obviously, that is just simply unsustainable and incredibly expensive. Uh, we know that this would devastate, just simply devastate uh, Pennsylvania in terms of energy jobs. So, you know, I, he keeps changing his narrative on fracking. I think at the end of the day, since he has decided he's going to support this leftist agenda, it, it, he will have to ban. He will have to ban fracking. That is exactly where he's going to go, especially when it comes uh, to just eliminating the fossil fuel industry. Uh, as we know, he would go after coal as well. And it just, I think, at the end of the day, is, is very devastating for the Pennsylvania economy. Mercedes, I'm out of time, and uh, we we'll hope uh, we talk again before you. Well, the next time you come into the neighborhood, or if you do come into Western Pennsylvania, get you on again. I appreciate you doing this. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you for your time. Okay, that's Mercedes Schlapp, and we will be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump says his acceptance speech for the Republican presidential nomination will be held at either the White House 
or the Gettysburg Battlefield. In a tweet, the president today says a decision on the location of the August 27th speech will be made soon. Lebanon's Prime Minister Hassan Diab says he and the rest of his cabinet are stepping down in the wake of a catastrophic explosion in Beirut last week that triggered public fury and mass protest. In a televised speech, Diab said corruption in the country is bigger than the state. In Portland, police say two officers injured and 16 people were arrested in yet another night of rioting. Police also say a mortar was fired at them. Stocks closing mixed. The Dow gained nearly 358 points, but the Nasdaq was down 42. This is SRN News. Ahoy! Ahoy! Yoo-hoo! Ahoy! 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 Ahoy there! Ahoy! 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 In the name of the great Neptune! Ahoy! The tides can turn quick on the water. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered with basic plans starting at $100 a year. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for a basic liability policy not available in all states. Prices vary based on how you buy. Do you wake up in the morning feeling tired like you haven't slept at all? Experience better quality sleep with drug-free RimFresh. The first and only continuous release and absorption melatonin that supports your natural sleep cycle for up to seven hours. With number one sleep doctor recommended RimFresh, get up to seven hours of sleep support. Available at Amazon and at fine retailers nationwide. Individual results may vary. Use is directed. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Jay Sekulow and crew speculate over Biden's VP choice. Because of his age, this VP is important for two reasons. Because, one, it would be someone that has to ensure people thinking about voting for Biden that they can run the country. And then, two, they're going to be campaigning in a very different way, almost virtually. So they've got to be someone who is used to doing that. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, at AM 1250. The Answer. The Answer Pittsburgh celebrates the high school class of 2020, and we'd like to reward your college-bound seniors' achievement during our Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes, presented by Salem Media Group. Enter now through August 20th for a chance to win a $500 school package. Click the contest banner at TheAnswerPGH.com and upload a photo of your senior with a short bio of their future plans. Then, Friday, August 21st, one lucky senior will win a $500 school package. The Senior Spotlight Sweepstakes, brought to you in part by Salem Media Group, Salem Surround and this station. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, a partner you can trust in times of need, featuring 24-hour emergency service. From plumbing, heating, cooling, and trenchless sewer repairs, Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling has been a trusted name for over 35 years when it comes to helping you solve household problems and concerns. Visit greaterpghplumbing.com or call 412-223-2560. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com. Did you know that every year, public school teachers spend nearly $500 of their own money for student supplies? At Donors Choose, we want students and teachers to have the tools they need for a great education. And now, more than ever, they need your help. Go to DonorsChoose.org and choose from teachers' requests that support reading, math, science, music, and more. Learn more at DonorsChoose.org. Donors Choose. Support a classroom. Build a future. In traffic, we've got the answer. On the Parkway West, outbound really backed up with an accident off to the shoulder. Green Tree, you're jammed back to 2nd Avenue. Really heavy delay there. Inbound side looking okay, though. Parkway East, a little slow outbound. Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. And on the inbound side approaching the tunnel, slowdowns outbound over the Liberty Bridge. About an extra four minutes there. 15th Street, it's shut down for construction between Carson Street and Bingham Street. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Tonight, humid with mostly clear skies and a low 66. Humid still tomorrow with times of sun and clouds. An afternoon shower with thunderstorm in spots with a high of 88. Thickening clouds tomorrow night, humid with a low 66. And Wednesday, a shower with thunderstorm in the area. Otherwise, some sun, humid with a high of 86. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. 
a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Now it's been two and a half months since George Floyd died, and the protests are still going on. Uh, lots of people in Chicago protested last night, actually, by looting stores on the Miracle Mile. It wasn't until, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a few days ago that the police body cam videos were released, and it's kind of hard to watch those videos now without changing your opinion about Derek Chauvin, the cop who's been charged with murder. Uh, Ed Bogatz has trained police and security people around the world in the use of force uh, with Lampard less lethal, and he joins us now. Ed, thanks for coming on again. Hey, John, how are you? It's uh, my pleasure. Good. Uh, so <clears throat> you've, um, you've studied the body cam video. My first question would be, what purpose was served, do you think, uh, by not allowing the public to see that until two months of rioting had taken place? Well, that's the $64,000 question. I'm sure that's going to come up as we proceed uh, forward. Um, who knows? Who knows what the agenda was on that? Um, that's why um, we always like to judge things based upon um, the totality of the circumstances as we know them based upon evidence. Um, if, if I could be so bold as to just um, give you my take in just a few minutes here um, of, of what I took out of, you know, repeated viewings of the video that was released through CNN. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was just wondering if your, if your opinion um, of, the, of how they handled the, the situation changed since you saw the video. So go ahead. Yeah, some parts of it, yes. Um, the end result, um, I, I'm, I'm still... Um, not comfortable with, but uh, we'll get into that in a bit. Um, so the video is about four, four minutes and four seconds long. And from what the, the key points that I can take from the video is um, that Mr. Floyd initially states during the initial encounter, please don't shoot me, Mr. Police Officer. The officer responds, and you can hear him, that I'm not going to shoot you. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so that, that's, that's key. That's important. Um, Mr. Floyd um, can clearly be seen actively resisting um, the arrest of the officers by refusing to get into the car, um, as directed, you know, by the officers. Now, the the methods in which the officers were using to try and get him into the car are, are pretty common, um, and that's 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 a response of somebody um, of the of the police towards somebody that's actively resisting arrest, which he was. Um, you know, he's claiming he was claustrophobic. Um, I find that hard to believe, but um, that will come out in the trial. And uh, most importantly, at 157 of the video, um, during the encounter where the officers took him from one side of the car, the passenger side of the car, to the driver's side of the car, uh, Mr. Floyd can be heard telling the officers that he wanted to be laid on the ground. Um, and at that point in time, officers placed Floyd on the ground. Um, concerning, concerning to me was at 2.45 of the video, Officer Lane, who the body camera is, is at that point, that's his body camera on his body, asked Officer Chauvin if Floyd should be rolled to his side, and Chauvin responded no. Um, Officer Lane then stated his concern for a situation which we call excited delirium, and he openly states that, you know, you know, what about excited delirium um, with Floyd? And Shaman responds, he's not being moved, that's why we call it EMS, um, or paramedics, or whatever he called it. Yeah, so yeah I think you said excited ambulance. delirium, uh, John, is just real quickly, it's a bodily function that occurs during a high-stress encounter. Um, blood pressure is raised, adrenaline is dropped in the body to elevated levels, and breathing can become difficult. It is very similar to a panic attack. So up until that point, um, I really don't have an issue um, with uh, the officer's actions. And, and as we know, two of the officers, their attorneys, have filed motions to have their cases dismissed, and it's, it's gonna, a lot of that's going to be um, based upon the, this information that I'm sharing with you and, and, and your, um, your listeners. So... Um... <clears throat> The first two officers on the scene had had uh, some trouble getting him out of the car, as you say. Um, was any excessive force used there to get him out of the car? I mean, he's 6'5", 200, 6'4", 
two forty, something like that. No, I think he's they, big, they, big they did a, a, a good job of handling him um, in, in the manner they did, um, in, in not forcibly forcing him with a lot of force to get into the car, uh, which has happened at times. But I guess they tried to reevaluate by taking him and possibly sitting him in the other side of the car, uh-huh. um, you know, maybe trying to settle him down a little bit and... But um, that that didn't obviously didn't work, and he continued to um, be actively um, resistant. Well, it it seems pretty obvious that, that Floyd is high. He's not acting like a normal, under control person. So my question would be, um, what just in general, what is a police officer? What is re, is is a, is the reaction that he's advised to have? When he finds that somebody is not in control of themselves, uh, are you torn between showing some compassion for that, or do you have no patience for it? Uh, I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do when a guy is obviously fighting himself? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, it, we we can teach all the methodology in the world, but it comes down to, you know, those officers were there. This was happening live time. They had decisions to make. They had to base it upon their training, and 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 what what skill sets they were given um, through either either the policies and procedures of the department or you know their training um, uh, in dealing with situations like that. We've all come across cases where you know we've had somebody that was a little tough to handle, um, and and uh, you know your your main purpose is to calm the situation and control and contain the situation. Uh, that, that's why that's why he initially was handcuffed because you don't want this guy to have free hands to be able to do uh, whatever and, and and obviously he was acting very irrationally he was not cooperative um, uh, so you know it escalated to the point where you know the tragedy occurred yeah now on the video that the world saw and everybody has to understand that the video that we saw initially, and we didn't see another one for, for another two months, but the, the, vi- the initial video was not, was not a body cam video. It was shot by a, a, a bystander on a cell phone. Um, and, and Floyd is, we hear Floyd saying he can't breathe, and Chauvin looks to be arrogantly or nonchalantly kneeling on his neck and just ignoring the fact that the guy can't breathe, and then the guy dies. But what we don't know until we see this uh, body cam is that um, Floyd was saying he couldn't breathe right from the get-go. And he started it as soon as they get out, got, tried to get him out of the car. He said, I can't breathe. So Shalvin had been her- hearing that, uh, you know, for, the, for several minutes. And he was so for him to hear it in that situation, he's not going to be all that concerned about it, right? Yeah, and, and Chauvin, uh, I guess, made the decision, at least it appears he made the decision. This was a the best way for him to control the situation. Now, some of your listeners may remember the Rodney King incident, and just real quickly, about 30 seconds on this. Um, if you remember correctly, John, um, the public was shown over and over and over yep. a 13-second clip that was mm-hmm. edited, heavily edited, um, which really made it look as though the police officers were really brutal and they were beating this 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 fella to within an ounce of... of, of um, his life, and that that turned out not to be uh, the case, um, at least in the criminal trial. So um, I think both sides, they were both the defense and the prosecution, um, mm-hmm. are going to use this video and and get as much out of it as they can. Both sides. Um, so you know, and I think the prosecution is is really going to be, in my opinion, hard pressed um, to get the greater of the charge. Um, I just, you know, uh, I know we spoke previously, not knowing this video existed, but um, mm-hmm. it is evidence has to be has to be entered into and decided by a jury of of their peers, and yep. whoever does the best job at um, uh, projecting, you know, proof beyond a reasonable doubt, you know, any raising of any reasonable suspicion or or any type of suspicion, you know, uh, at all by the jurors. Um, you know that's reasonable. It's you know they create doubt. Uh, that's that's the way the jury's going to to. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, right. And um, 
if I'm if if I'm on that jury, based on what I know now, I don't know how I can convict Chauvin of murder. I might be able to convict him of being a, a bad guy or a bad cop, or or a creep or a lot of things. But yeah. I, I don't know if I could convict him of murder. Uh, how how do you get how do you get murder out of that, Ed? Well, you know they they did charge him also with a lesser charge of manslaughter, and um, the the proof of 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 the elements being met are less um, stringent, uh, I believe, than they are in in a murder two case. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's such wording as negligently, um, you know, recklessly, you know. Uh, you know the end result is is you know this poor fellow is dead now, um, you know. But it's it's going to be up to uh, a jury of their peers to decide um, whether or not those elements of, of the case are are, are met uh, are met the the charges. Um, and you bring up a good point. You know, um, it's it's now changed um, the playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure a, a lot of uh, police use of force instructors will agree with me that they don't feel as strongly as they did previously seeing the new evidence. And I'm sure there is more information that's going to come out prior to the trial. Yeah. Um, and well, this just, is not just something as... that I think is going to be decided in the next month or two. I think this is no. going to be a long, <clears throat> drawn-out process, as was the case in L.A., with the Rodney King incident and, and, you know, the John Gamage incident here locally in Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, this is, I, I would not want to be sitting on the jury with this. Just as a lay person watching it, with the first video that I saw, I just as a slam dunk. I mean, I, my Absolutely. reaction was like everybody else. Just, oh, this Absolutely. guy's got to go away for a long time. Yeah, uh, I was and, and, like, I, like I initially told you, I was horrified by it. And I yeah, still but, but the, am but the new that, ca- that the body occurred, cam changed but, my mind. There are there are other circumstances now that that have come into play that are going to be considered. They're going to be considered heavily. Uh, from what I understand, motions have already been filed. Now, uh, the other thing, Ed, I want, and we're talking to Ed uh, Bogatz. He has trained police and security people around the world on the use of force and how it's supposed to be done. And we're talking about the uh, the video that was just released last week. Not released, leaked. I don't even think it was officially released. I still I think they were still trying to keep it hidden, which is amazing to me. But yeah. I also back when this first happened, I remember reading. Uh, I and I read it right out of the police manual. It was the quote taken out of it that the the Minnesota police are um, instructed to do the exactly what Chauvin did uh, to. Keep someone who's out of control down on the ground. They say to kneel on his neck. He's going to point to that too, isn't he? Yeah, he is. But you know, they're, they're going to have to be able to prove. Um, the defense is going to have to be able to justify the knee on the neck because I, I don't really see that that actively aggressive struggle by him once he's um, on the ground and being controlled. I don't know. I wasn't there i wasn't hands-on like like officer lane was but i guess it was enough of a concern to officer lane for him to state the concern about the excited delirium um with chauvin who responded no he wasn't going to roll him to his side um he's going to stay just like this um you know that's going to be key i mean uh, that's that's got to come into play no, because I only have about a minute officer, and a half left an here, officer acts, An officer acts based upon a subject or an individual's action towards so, them. Right. Uh, this isn't a very good advertisement for defunding police, is it? Any of this? <clears throat> no, absolutely not. And, and, and I'll tell you what. I have, over the past 30 days, John, I have spoken with many, numerous police use of force instructors from all over this great nation of ours, and their concern is, look, they're, you know, local governments are trying to strap us and, 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 and tie our hands behind our back because they're defunding us. And where, are the, where is the funding being defunded from? Training and equipment. If you have an issue and a problem and you think training is, is part of the resolution, why would you defund that area so that cannot be accomplished? That just, that just uh, it doesn't register with me. And I'm hearing that from, from small 
mid-sized and large metropolitan police departments that, that, that this is where the defunding is occurring. I don't think the average American would uh, would be uh, willing to go along with that. I'm sure the uh, I'm guessing the polls would show that. Hey, Ed, I'm out of time. Um, really appreciate it. I'm sure we'll have you on again to talk about this as it develops. Uh, sure. I appreciate you taking the time with us, Ed. You're welcome. Take care. Be safe. Okay, that's Ed Bogatz, and we'll be right back. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Stagerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters, and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Hi, I'm Dennis Prager. Last year, I co-starred in a movie with Adam Carolla that warned you, my fellow Americans, about the current attack on free speech and free thought. It began in the universities, and I warned you it would be coming to your neighborhood and your workplace. I had no idea how soon. We now have leaders in media, big tech, the law, business, and government who no longer believe in free speech or the principles of freedom and liberty our founders gave us. If you and your family want to understand what is happening in our world and know how you can fight back to protect the people you love, you must watch No Safe Spaces. I promise you a great movie. I use the word very carefully. Go to nosafespaces.com, learn the truth so you can defend your family and our country. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. nosafespaces.com. Promo code Pittsburgh. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to Linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. The COVID-19 pandemic is having a devastating effect all around the world. And not just in terms of the illness. It's also creating widespread food shortages. In many countries, families that are already hungry will soon be facing starvation and famine. Marcus Frisch 
is Projects Director with Food for the Poor. Our operation of Food for the Poor in Haiti has now scaled back a lot of their projects and their sole focus is now on food. They have several distribution centers throughout the entire country and these are really the lifeline for a large percentage of the population. We're providing baskets of goods including rice and beans and other essentials to try and help our Haitian brothers and sisters throughout this crisis. They have no one else to turn to other than food for the poor. Okay, uh, we are happy to say that we've done a really good job in the first uh, week or two of uh, doing this for uh, food for the poor, and <clears throat> we thank everybody who has uh, given. We still have some time to go here. Would like to get some more um, uh, gifts given, and I just want to remind you again that this is a great charity because you know exactly what your money is going to do. Uh, $37 gift is emergency food relief for a child for six months. Um, that's six months. For $37, a kid will eat when he's not getting food now. $185 gift is emergency food relief for five kids for six months. Five kids, six months worth of eating for 185 bucks, And then $370, uh, that's a one-time gift, 370 That's emergency food relief for 10 kids for six months. Ten kids can eat if you uh, for six months. Uh, imagine what that what that means to a family uh, <clears throat> if you can uh, donate three hundred and seventy dollars. Now the number to call is eight four four if you want to donate eight four four eight six eight forty six seventy three. That's eight four four eight six eight hope eight four four eight six eight forty six seventy three and you can uh, go to the uh, website, theanswerpgh.com, click on the emergency food relief button, and donate that way. But uh, we appreciate everything that's uh, come in so far. We have a couple more days. We're going to try to keep this up and get some more food for some hungry kids. As I said, the money goes a long way. Uh, Every dollar goes a long way to helping a kid eat who's having trouble finding food, whose family having trouble finding food during the pandemic. Thanks for listening today. Talk to you tomorrow. Tim Murtaugh will be here at uh, at uh, 5.15 tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.